Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wise Guys Sports Talk. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TheWiseGuysST. Like us, roast us, I don't really care. Make sure to smash that follow button because you're going to need to to do either one. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Wise Guys Sports Talk. Uh, we got some interesting stuff to talk about today. We're going to go ahead and talk about the Marlins outbreak today, uh, the weird world of sports without crowds, um, the fate of the NFL due to this Marlins outbreak, Gaethje versus Khabib just being announced, and the newest addition to the NHL uh, teams. We have the Kraken, um, so let's get Kraken and get into it. Will, how you doing today? What's cracking, lacking? Um, that was so that was stupid. terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I got my boys on the back on the ice tonight against the Islanders. I'm psyched. I'm ready to go. Hockey is actually back. Um, yeah, everything's great. Ren was thought though. I wish we could rename this podcast so if we could go back in time. How does this sound? Watch your take. Like watch your tone, but watch your. That take. sounds freaking terrible. sorry i guess that's why it didn't get brought to the table anyway also everything's great other than that also the correct terminology is what's crack-a-lacking not what's cracking lacking so well two stupid things i've said today that's okay well it's early at least you got them out now rob how you doing today yo i'm good you know i'm excited to be back um, NBA comes back tomorrow, so I'm excited about that because, you know, the boy don't know about baseball, and I'm excited to watch some hockey, I will admit, so I'll have to go to Will for, for like, advice on what's going on and who the players are and everything, but other than that, I'm good, um, ready to do the show, so, yeah. Well, that's, that's fine, Rob, it's not like I don't know hockey either or anything, that's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's Will's specialty. I mean, the dude, like, literally bleeds hockey. You're like more baseball. I have to go to you for baseball. What do you mean? Baseball's fourth on my totem pole. Yikes. Ugh. Remember? I'm sorry. Because of how they, everything they did, they pissed me off. <laughs> but now that oh, I do. But now that, that it's yeah. back, I'm going to have to go ahead and put it back into third, and, and the NBA is going to be fourth because it just, it's just terrible. Anyways, Isaac, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. Mario, our A's are looking pretty good outside of last night, so that's always good. Also excited to see hockey come back. Go Knights. <laughs> Go Knights. Yeah. Go Knights. Go. Yeah, how you doing, Mario? <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm doing well, you great. I'm doing great. Um, um, so let's just go ahead and just get straight into the, straight into the show. Um. I want to talk about the Marlins first. Um, I guess we'll just get our initial thoughts on it. The Marlins and the players. Well, I was going to say, everyone who went out apparently in Atlanta, everyone who's caused the coronavirus outbreak of the Marlins with 18 positive tests so far, they're like the freshman in college that doesn't listen and thinks they know everything because they're so young and then end up fucking everything up for everybody else. Um, That's it. It's an interesting analogy. Well, think about yeah. it. They're all young. 
That's a very young team. They're clearly probably like, ooh, this doesn't affect us. We'll be fine. Blah, blah, blah. And then, boom, shuts down two, four teams from playing in a series because of what they did. Um, the MLB's lucky that the Orioles and Yankees were going to play each other after, so that's why they're playing today because uh, they weren't scheduled to. Um, so I will say for what it, for what it's worth, the MLB did handle – is handling – I think the MLB is more equipped to handle an outbreak in terms of scheduling than any other sport because yeah, I got- because the NBA has basically a playoffs, so you can't really just kind of say, like, oh, we'll make this up in you know a week or two. Um, so for the, what it's worth, the MLB, they have an easier time being able to handle something like this, but also to all the Marlins players who thought it was a good idea to go out in Atlanta and then contracted COVID and spread it around their locker room and to know, to who knows else. Um, fuck you guys. You guys are idiots. You're going to end up costing the sports world a lot more than just, you know, baseball. Why didn't we make these guys the wise guys of the weeks? They, well, then we'll get to that, but these guys are fucking idiots. I, I didn't realize that the, I was about to blame uh, Menfred for all this. I'm like, this was stupid. It was never going to work without a bubble, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure there would still be positive cases that would pop up here and there. But, like, this entire team basically has it at this point because they decided to go out probably to get some chicken wings at a strip club in Atlanta, <laughs> just like that other schmuck, Lou Williams. Um <laughs> This, this is like he wanted legs and thighs too. This is literally the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like you literally, sports are back, and it gives everyone like some sense of normalcy. And then you just go out and in Atlanta in one of the hot spots for this, and you and you contract it. Like I don't know what's worse, what Rudy Gobert did or this. Like, oh, it's, hold it's on, so dumb. It's Rudy Gobert, first of all. Whatever, he's a schmuck. I don't. He, no, I don't Rudy Gobert's a putz. It's a different. <laughs> no, he's a schmuck. Him and Donovan Mitchell still don't get along. <laughs> what do you think? But I want to transition this conversation towards like, what do you think's going to happen? Like, is the MLB going to be able to go forward? Because there's a two week incubation period for the virus. Now, what if the Phillies all have it? Because obviously they're playing. Each well. Other. Here's here's what I'll say really quick. Uh, I just need to throw out one little dig at the Marlins. Their stadium looks the same because no one goes to the fucking game anyway. Fuck them. They could be out. We could have 29 teams. I mean, I agree. Like, no one's fucking watching the Marlins anyway. So. No, I mean, no one would go to the game. Oh. <laughs> As in, the stadium's <laughs> empty anyway. So it doesn't matter that no yeah, one Yeah, but what? Wait, what do you think this means? I mean, it seems like the MLB is just going to keep going forward with the season, but... Do you think they're going to make it? You think it's going to last? Isaac and Rob, Aren't they getting quarantined for like 10 games or 10 days? Sorry. I mean, I don't know what the I, plan I don't, is, to be I don't honest. Know. I know they're – I think they're picking up a bunch of players off waivers <laughs> and shit like that. Uh, but, I mean, I know – I do know that the Phillies, a lot of them, they, they did have coronavirus recently. Remember when they had the first wave of testing in the MLB? They were one of the teams that got – they had five positive hard, so. cases. 
Yeah, so, I mean, but that probably spread if they didn't retest them. And you think that they didn't uh, test them before the season started? Yeah, that's that's true. That's not the case. My bad. But, but I mean, they could – I mean, hopefully the Phillies are are good to play, and hopefully the Braves didn't get it too bad either. Um, But, yeah, like Mario said, fuck the Marlins, fuck those players. Um, We'll see what happens. But I think that the MLB is going to continue – Manfred said that the only way that they don't is if, you know, too many players get it. So we'll see how uh, how many too many is. 15 on an entire 18. team. That seems a little... Yeah. 18. My well, that's, in, that's I, including I staff, it. though. It's not just it's not just players. It's players oh, and it's staff. Players. It's players it's and fi- staff. Okay. Then it's 15 players and then 18 total. Because I know for... I think it's 15 players. Oh, okay. But... Imagine this was the Yankees. <laughs> I bet this shit would be shut down real quick. Yeah, the Yankees or maybe the Dodgers. Yeah, they'd, we'd be fucked. Yeah, but Rob, what's your take on this? You've been suddenly quiet. Um, also, sorry, no, I don't. Quick, I, don't know the, I don't know the whole. I don't know the whole story. Sorry, I was, I was gonna give you the real number: sixteen players and two staff. That answers that. Okay, go ahead, Rob. Sorry. No, um, I mean, I don't know the whole story. I guess they went out and they contracted it. Um, so that's very knuckleheadish. You know, that's very unprofessional. I mean, you know that there's a pandemic going on and you're going out and you're supposed to be playing games and being a professional. I think that's very irresponsible of them. Um from what you guys are saying, the Marlins suck. So I don't think that it's going to infect, like impact the MLB in a very serious way. Like I think like they'll just have to reschedule their games. And I don't think that, well, it depends on if any other teams like test positive. Cause you were saying they played the Phillies, right? Or the Braves or some shit. Yeah. They, so the, the Phillies, they played the Phillies and they caught it before the Phillies played the Yankees and before the Marlins played the Orioles. So they're the only two teams that could, have big numbers. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, if, like, the fact that almost the whole team has it is, is really bad, but I would say, if, like, they're the only team, then, you know, they could probably just reschedule their games and they just won't get to play for, you know, X amount of days. And then anyone else who's on another team that has it would just have to quarantine. I imagine that's how it would work. Yeah, it's a, it's a sticky situation. Well, yeah, they're they're looking for people off the street, basically. Yeah. I mean, they suck anyway. That's who already plays for them. Yeah, that's who already plays for them, anyways. But let's uh, want to transition this into what this could mean for football. Because uh, if this is happening to baseball, imagine football with the size of those rosters and the imp- uh the you know contact sport it is like these guys are literally rubbing up on each other there's no way to social distance in football they could carry hand sanitizer yeah that's that's a joke it's a joke um for football i mean i don't know it just depends on how serious the players take it if they do like if odell beckham's out renting a boat in Miami for an off day with half the team, then probably not going to be work out too well. 
But if everyone takes it more serious, I think the numbers will be less than anticipated. And um, I think the free agency and waiver wire will be running hot in the NFL because I think the NFL is the machine that's going to do whatever it can to keep going. So the second someone's out with COVID for the next two weeks, they'll pick up. Like, imagine you're starting guards out with COVID. You'll pick someone up off, put in another player, and just keep going. Um, the only way that the league won't make it through is if they have a league-wide, like, massive numbers. Like, I'm talking like a quarter of the league is test positive. Then they'll probably shut it down. But until then, I think even if, like, every team has one or two guys, three or four guys, they're probably just going to keep going. Anyone else got anything to say? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. It'd take a lot of players um, to get it shut down. Me and Rob kind of talked about it on our show a little bit. I think they should do expanded rosters and practice squads for teams uh, because they're going to need more more players this season because there's going to be players to test positive. Like, that's a given. So um, you want them to have more people on their initial roster? Just on their practice squad, um, just so that they have people ready. I can't see it. I'm not as optimistic as you guys. I really don't think this is going to get – I think they're going to start, but I think it's like a 25% chance they get the season finished. I just think there's, there's just going to be too many – it's just going to be chaotic. There's going to be too many cases. And this – I mean, there's no way to bubble these teams off. I mean, for the most part, that it'll spread before they even know they have it. So I, I just don't see – how the hell they're gonna get this done? Yeah, I think it's uh, a, I think it's like a big question mark because, like football, you know, obviously hockey's a physical contact sport, but it's not as consistent as like football is. Like your offensive well, lineman the and defensive lineman are constantly touching each other and things like that, and sweating. I'm gonna cut you off. I mean, they, if someone gets it in hockey, though, the rest of them are getting it. They're they literally sit, like, touching each other on the bench. I mean, it, it has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that they had a 0% positive case rate going into the bubble. So, like, there's no – like, no one has it. They're in their bubble. They're not going out. They're in their hotel in the rinks. I mean, the difference with football is there's no bubble. They're, they're going from city to city, staying in hotels. I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. So, I think it's a big question mark. I, I'm kind of on will with this. Like, I think it'll start, but like, I'm like very questionable at whether or not the season will finish because I think the way things happened with like the Marlins, I guess, even though like they were just irresponsible, um, you know, that's a whole team that got it, and like in the NFL, I feel like if a whole team gets it, it's it's bound to spread very quickly and because there's so much contact um during the game that i mean it's just bound to happen so i i think it'll start but i'm very question like i'm questioning whether or not they'll be able to finish the season and then not to mention all the players that are opting out already i mean the patriots have don't even have any of their starting linebackers from last year that's right baby yeah they have like six players that are sitting out 
That's right. That's why I said they wouldn't make the playoffs. Let's go. I think yeah. the hardest thing about like, can we can we redo our picks? I think no. the hardest thing about all this shit too with football is historically the players that are the most hard headed in all professional sports are football players, like the ones that don't listen the most. So I think that's going to be tough too. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think basketball's <laughs> got them beat. That I mean. I, and I get it with that. I know I'm going to go off on a tangent here, Yay. but you're basically asking young studs in their, I guess, uh, testosterone time to just lock themselves away in a bubble with no outsiders. Testosterone time? TT, <laughs> baby. TT. Yeah, that will do. I mean, I don't we'll call it TT. I, I don't think football. Or I don't think basketball players are. I think they're more diva-ish than football players. But football players historically do dumber shit than basketball players. You don't see basketball players going and fucking getting all these gun charges and shit that football players get every fucking season. Oh, I'm not even talking about whoa. that though. I mean, football players still have access to like friends and family. I mean, the house. Yeah, house no, I just mean in terms of like not listening and shit. I mean, in terms of not listening and shit and just doing their own thing. I guess. I think both the, both sports, athlete-wise, are pretty stupid. That's just my opinion. I think football players are worse than basketball. I, think, I don't know. I think the, But I think the leadership in the NBA is a lot better player-wise with guys no like you know, LeBron and shit. No way. No, yes I, way. I have to agree. I have to agree. Yes with way, yeah. Every, everyone else agrees um, besides you, pal. Okay, well, I can't get behind that because I'm sorry. Most quarterbacks have more leadership skills than fucking – I mean, league We're talking about as a whole, like, not by a single position. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because you, you have people who are literal, like, national brand ambassadors and, like, people who oh, are more business-oriented than you do in the NFL. Like, you could point to one or two who, like, maybe have always done the right thing, but in all positions – I mean, you got people on the D line that don't live that are. I, I get, I get, I get criminal I get, rap sheets. I, I, mis- I misinterpreted <laughs> the uh, scenario. I was talking about like a single person on each. No, team. no, I meant like league, like league ambassadors, like the NFL. They have like Tom Brady, Russell but Wilson. Tom Brady the doesn't has do like anything for a the lot. That's true. Oh well, yeah, no, but in the in the NBA you got a lot more. You got like Russell Russell Westbrook, LeBron, CP3. you know, sometimes Kyrie when he wants to be a leader. Yeah, CP3. No, I see that's where I have to I'm sorry. Kyrie and Russell Westbrook, these guys are all divas. Like they could do all they want as far as ambassadors, blah and this and that, but I'm sorry, they're they're fucking divas. Like <laughs> And you want to talk about LeBron? I don't think Russell that. Westbrook's that big of a diva. What? I, I said I don't think Russell Westbrook's that big of a diva, I but think I think Kyrie is. And then you want to talk about LeBron? He's, I mean, I don't mean to get all political and stuff. He's he literally is a leader for like he he only cares about his himself. That's what I get from him. Like he only does things. But he for, speaks on behalf of the league a lot. He only does stuff for his own reputation. That's the. I mean. I'm kind of talking out my ass too. So is he like, supposed to be silent? I would say that the I promise school, bro. Like, oh my god. What? But LeBron, I meant like LeBron speaks for the league, though. You don't have football players that speak for the league. 
Um, I don't know. There, there've been some in the. Uh, I'm trying to think of examples. Like, remember Jeff Saturday in the past? He spoke. The guy me. that works for ESPN. Yeah, but he's not as big as LeBron. I, I don't know. Who's the best I th- player? I see, Who's I the best Le- player in the NFL? Pat Mahomes. Well, if, probably Pat Mahomes. But this is where I'm getting at. No one. Like, you want to call LeBron, like, a leader and all this, but I'm sorry. Anybody who gives themselves their own TV special for a decision they're going to make? He said that was a mistake, and he was younger, and he regrets it every single day. He was younger. And that's why the only reason he went back to Cleveland and won a ring the correct way. And he didn't do that shit again ever again because he knew it was a mistake. I just I don't. Really he was like a twenty-five-year-old kid with his first time, like having that type of power. Think about that. ESPN said, "Hey, do you want to make a special about your free agency?" It's not like he was like, "Hey, ESPN, make a special about my fucking free agency decision." No, ESPN said, "Hey, LeBron, can we make a?" He's been they they did that to him his entire life out of high school. Okay, well, I don't know how we, I. I didn't mean to go down this rabbit hole. I'm just well, you open the door. I think <laughs> I think the NBA is just a bunch of divas. That's. I mean, I think so too, and you know, I'm not a fan of LeBron, even though I'm a Laker fan. I was just saying, they are a like bunch really of divas. Nice. They're the two biggest LeBron haters. They are a bunch of divas, but what? But I'm telling you right now that they have more. They have more pull by a singular person than in any other sport that exists in the world. And that was my point at the beginning. Or at least compared to the NFL, NBA to NFL. Yeah, I don't know how we got here, but uh, <laughs> here we are. I didn't mean for it to go this we were far. talking about leadership and, like, doing stupid shit. I, and I also – oh, okay. So as far as stupid shit goes, I mean, yeah, there's the, there's so many more players that, in the NFL, there is there. Yeah, but I mean, so, if you look at proportion of players to cases of stupid shit. I was going to say, I was going to say, let's talk percentages. Do we have numbers in front of us? Because I bet they're very. I, I bet you we don't have numbers because it's not like, <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's record how many stupid shits have happened. Okay, how about this? I bet you I can I can think of more names off the top of my head because I can only think of one dumbass in the NBA in like the last ten years, I guess. Because Mouse at the Palace okay. was back in like 2003 or one or whatever it was. Okay. Well, what about or Gilbert Arenas? That's the only dude I, I could think, think of, Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, that's the only yeah, one I, I could think say of. That's the only one I could think of. How about in the NFL? You got Hold Ray on. Rice. Let Owen Will speak. Smith. Hold on. How about yeah? How about the J.R. Smiths of the world? How about what did he do? He talked about Ronald. Yeah, he didn't do anything off the court. Like he just made a dumb play on the court. He protected his car off the court. Yeah, someone tried to steal his that car and he it. beat his ass. So, so we're talking like major, like I'm talking Plex Colbert shooting himself in the leg and getting three years for guns. I'm talking Randy Gregory beating the shit out of his wife over and over. I'm talking Ray Rice. I'm talking Tyreek Hill and uh, Kareem Hunt and Alden Adrian Smith. Peterson and fucking those that all right that Baker those Baker kids that Baker kid and that Dunbar kid oh that, that robbed fucking the robbed the fucking game that okay yeah the kickout in that sense all right fine but again there are a lot more football players and there's a lot more brain trauma involved and don't act like that's not a lot okay well I not... I mean I didn't say it was I'm just saying historically they do dumber shit okay. I, that's fine. 
Okay. No, you didn't. Sorry, up. someone called my phone. I didn't mean to make this a 20-minute conversation. I've been proven wrong. Let's. All right. Let's you know what? I, I can accept that you took that one as is. All right. I appreciate it. I, oh uh, but I, I'm going to say, Will, I do see your point. Oh yes, are... okay, we know they're divas, but fucking... We all agree on that. On. Fuck your point. Fuck everybody else's point. <laughs> all right. Real quick, um, <laughs> before we before we go on, I think um wanted to have like a little break from the seriousness of sports. Uh, let's talk about sports without crowds. Um, <laughs> in football, I don't think it has a chance in hell to work, but... In otherwise, it's just gonna feel like a scrimmage. It's gonna feel like you're watching Hard Knocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in baseball, I will say, it's really kind of cool how they play the tracks, and it doesn't really feel like anything's that different. Like I said, until someone hits like a home run, then you're like, oh, there's no one there. Yeah, Matt Olson's Matt Olson's walk off grand slam. I was going to say, I mean, like, I, I've been watching baseball since it's come back. And until you really, like, catch yourself staring at the seats, you don't even realize. And you hear that background crowd noise, not even during a play. I noticed when I really feel like I'm watching baseball, it's when there's nothing really going on. It's in between pitches, and you hear, like, the crowd conversations in the background. <laughs> so weird. Like, holy shit. It sounds like there's fucking people there. And then you realize there's not. Rob, have you even watched food. baseball? Yeah, I have. So I told you, you I did. Okay, what do you think? I mean, I don't, I don't think it's anything like bad, honestly. Like, I was watching a game and it seemed like a normal game. I mean, there's cardboard cutouts there, and that's kind of funny. But <laughs> I mean, it. I, I think <laughs> I think baseball is like one of those sports where you don't really need a crowd until you hit a grand slam, like you were saying. Like, I, it doesn't really need the crowd, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. Okay, if it was if it was the World Series, I think it'd be different. So it yeah, will be yeah. weird. It will be yeah. weird, but it's yeah, I, I could see it. Now, yeah. if wish they had smell vision, so I could smell ballpark hot dogs. What? Like peanuts. <laughs> have you ever? If you ever been to a live baseball game, it's the beautiful smells that get you. Oh. Um. No, I, I you know what, what I mean. Know. Okay, just okay, I'm that, not weird. You have that right when you're walking up to the ballpark, you smell the popcorn yeah. and the hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm not like weird. A feel to it. Fuck you. No, no, that's why I love. That's why I typically love going to like going to a baseball game is fucking great. It's probably my second favorite sport to like go to in person. But on TV, it's like eh. Yeah. Except for right. I now. mean, like I it's the only it. thing I have right now. So, but I've, I've always been that way. I've always been like I'd rather go watch a baseball game than watch it on TV. Yeah, there's some, there's something about getting a hot dog at a baseball game and, and a beer. Like I and a beer. I mean, I actually it's been a long time. Especially if they're only a dollar. It's been a long time since I've been to a baseball game. I don't even think I've been of age <laughs> to go. <laughs> actually, no, that's all. Didn't I'm you go to one? Yeah, dollar. you went to a Giants game like last year. Yeah, that's true. But I actually didn't get a beer. We we drank a lot before. We didn't even get there till like Cheap the bastards. Inning. Yeah, no, we we literally we didn't get there till the fourth we're inning. At, we we're at a bar across the street. And we knew the game had started, but we just kept drinking and then eventually uh-huh. went across the street. We didn't miss it. I like MLB pregame. MLB pregame is actually pretty enjoyable. Uh, I never go for BP and all that shit. I just 
go later. <laughs> yeah, baseball is one of the sports where I can get there like right as the first pitch is going to happen. Hockey, I need to be there like an hour before. Football, I need to be there an hour before. Like in my seat an hour before. <laughs> yeah, but the crowds to get into a football game are also way bigger. That's true. Yeah. Man, we are really – I mean, sorry we're going city. off on tangents today. But this uh, – We're just enjoying that sports are back. We're actually appreciating it. <laughs> yeah, for, That's what it is. For real. This is, this is more like – I even enjoy going to – what were you saying? Oh, no, I was just saying this is more just uh, – what do you call it? Candid conversation at this point because we didn't plan on talking <laughs> about any of this. Honestly, I even enjoy going to AAA games just because of the atmosphere. Dollar beer night at 51's game. Hey, they really... aviators. Yeah. Oh, they're the aviators, aviators now. now. Sorry. Yeah, get it right, pal. Well, I mean, I grew up going to River Cat. I grew up going to River Cats games, so I saw a lot of A's prospects until they got affiliated with the Giants, and I've sworn to never go back since then. <laughs> uh, speaking <laughs> of... Um... No, wait. Never mind. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, I I don't think it's gonna work for basketball. I don't think it's gonna work for football. Not even hockey. Baseball's the only sport I think it would work. Well, can I talk about hockey? I mean, I know I'm the only one that's been watching the hockey. But there's games. been like one day of games. I'm sorry I didn't watch, and it's fucking no, preseason. I know, but, it, but can I give my opinion yeah. on what? It, yeah, hundred percent. Like? Good. So they did the same thing baseball did. They had some crowd noise, but they didn't, like, exaggerate it. So it was, the only time it got a little weird was when a team scored. Because, like, they didn't, they didn't do a loud celebration from the crowd. It was just, like, a goal horn. And, the, yeah, so the only time it was weird, it didn't seem as intense when a team scored. I don't know if it has to do with it being exhibition, but, like, Honestly, either way, I'm fu- I was actually pleasantly surprised with how it looked. They uh, they made the uh, seats look pretty nice, so it was at least aesthetically pleasing to look at. Um, you want to know what's going to be really cool? Is Edmonton's home ice is going to look so cool? Why do you say that? They have the coolest like seat seating arrangement or indoor of arena that there is in the NHL. See, but they're co- they're covering up the. Seats oh, why? I don't know. It's like it almost looks like a winter classic in a weird. Oh, way. boo! No, Edmonton's is I so know. cool inside. That's dumb. Really? Um, Have you I, never I, seen I, it? I'm actually. No, I know what you're talking about. Um, I just I don't know. I'm fine with what they're doing. It's uh, it seems kind. Con- it see you could tell it's an event with the NHL. Like it's not. I mean, it's not normal. That's for sure. But you could tell it's like something special, and they did a good job. With the atmosphere and stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, the NBA has a plan to, like, bring more people in as time goes on, but then they're in the worst spot in the United States. Well, I guess not technically, but one of the worst spots in the United States. And it's like, the crowd usually is going, like, um, you know, gets excited after every shot or block or all this other shit. And it's kind of just not there anymore. Yeah. To be Oh, sorry, Rob, go ahead. With the NBA, they've been having, like, scrimmages. So, tomorrow officially restarts. So, I've seen, like, the scrimmages. And they, like, they look like scrimmages. Like, the crowd is definitely, like, something that you kind of miss when you watch a basketball game. But they have virtual crowds. So, they have, like, 
uh, this like big like screen almost that wraps around or like ticker that wraps around and it uh it shows like a virtual crowd on there and that's how they're doing it and then they play like the virtual crowd noise as well so that's how they're gonna do it it's it's really weird but i mean it's kind of it's kind of funny i guess (laughs) i i'm gonna be honest as far as uh phasing fans back into arenas i don't see it happening for a look for at least another year though uh, I think they could um I think yeah I would say hockey if they stuck in Canada because of how like little of a problem it is now in Canada um even baseball could bring people back though because like the fit fa- the fans are so fucking like so spread apart like there's no reason you can't like do a couple extra other seats and a couple extra other rows. I was thinking about that yesterday. The KBO is already starting to bring people back. Yeah, but that South but, South Korea also like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, different country, different, different, whole thing. But I mean, I think that the MLB should look at what they're doing, kind of as a as a as like a blueprint. Because I know they're only starting out with like ten percent fans. Which if the MLB wanted to do that, they could do that right I now. I don't think so. Just for the fact that, uh, I mean, America is still very much in trouble with this pandemic. I mean, like. South Korea is basically down to like single digit new cases a day. I mean, we're still we're on the incline again. So, yeah. Yeah, um but we were talking about hockey and not having fans. I feel like the only thing that'd be weird about hockey is besides basketball, it's the only sport where the fans are literally yeah, like right there. So, I think that that makes it kind of it weird. I, I was feel watching like. a basketball scrimmage the other day. It felt weird in the sense that I felt like I was watching a high school game almost as far as, like, the atmosphere went. Because, um, like, all it is is, like, it looks like it's in a little school gym. Like, that's literally what it looks like almost. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Will. It, it was it is definitely kind of weird. Um, I think the funny thing is, though, like, you could kind of hear sometimes the players yelling on the court, and they'll yell some funny shit on the court. Yeah, see, um, this is where – this is where I think they shit the bed in the NHL too, in the NBA. All the sports should be doing this. They should be miking the players up. Yeah, I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be hilarious. But um, yeah, no, I agree with you. It's it's kind of weird. It looks like a high school gym. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm just happy to have sports back. I really we're in some weird circumstances, so I mean, I, I'm all for anything we could get. I feel you. For sure. Um, I think moving on, um, we'll see what happens with all with sports and crowds. But for now, um, we'll just have to live with what it is. Um, it is what it is, fellas. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we have a bombshell of a match set up for the UFC. We got Gaethje versus Khabib. What's you guys' first, like, first thought about this big news in the UFC? Start off this off with Will. So I've been talking a lot today. I don't want to keep... Just give us your expert expert. analysis. I've I've been looking forward to this matchup (laughs) fucking forever. I didn't think Justin Gaethje would ever get to this point (laughs) because I didn't think he had what it... He's like an all-or-nothing fighter, so I thought he would just like... 
win a couple, then probably get knocked out, win a couple, get knocked out. Like, I didn't think he was going to even beat Tony Ferguson, to be honest. Um, so it's actually it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool we're going to get to see this matchup because I think Justin Gaethje, aside from Tony Ferguson too, is um, Khabib's toughest test. And why do I say that? It's because Justin Gaethje does not give a fuck. Um, he's an all-American wrestler, so he's gonna stuff, or he's gonna. It's gonna be hard to take him down, no matter how good Khabib's wrestling is. And even when he does get taken down, he's gonna know his way out of certain situations, unlike some fighters. And that's Khabib's bread and butter. So if he could find himself on the feet just enough, he fucking has. He throws absolute dynamite hands. And, I mean, if you catch Khabib, he could be sleeping. Um, I'd still give the edge to Khabib, but I, I, it's definitely not – it's not a gimme. I mean, Gaethje's risen to the occasion multiple times. He's got the wrestling to negate Khabib's strong offense. And uh, we all have we – all, we know what Gaethje's stand-up's all about. And Khabib, Khabib's stand-up is not nearly – where it should be. So that's uh that's my little analysis on that one. And I will be betting Gaethje if he's any bigger than a two hundred favorite uh underdog, I mean. That's pretty big. I'm pretty sure he'd probably just be like a plus one sixty five tops. Eh, I I think you'll be surprised. I think he's gonna open around plus one ninety. We'll see, we'll see. What's your guys' thoughts? Personally, I think that right now Khabib is kind of vulnerable because of the situation that just happened with his family and stuff like that with his dad, uh, you know, dying to COVID. Um, So, like Will said, though, Gaethje is an all-American wrestler, so it's going to be hard for Khabib to get him on the ground and just maul him because that's, you know, his bread and butter. Um, And, you know, as we saw in Gaethje's last fight, he just takes punishment and enjoys it. Uh, He takes it with a smile on his face. So I think right now Khabib is the most vulnerable he's ever been going into any fight. Um, but I think that he still has what it takes to pull it out. Um, but if I had to pick somebody right now, I'd go Khabib. But it would not surprise me if Gaethje pulls off the upset. Yeah, I mean, uh, Gaethje's a stud. Uh, I watched him fight Ferguson. Um, I think that was one of the – I think that was like the second time I've seen Justin Gaethje fight. Um, didn't really know much about him, but he looked really good against Ferguson, beat the shit out of him, and uh, can take a punch for sure. And um, doesn't get tired either. Like, he's just like a fucking – he has unlimited gas in his tank. And Khabib, obviously, obviously he's the wrestler. Um, you know, he he doesn't really strike. His striking's not the best. Um, so if it could stay on the feet somehow, I think Gagey has the advantage there. If it goes to the ground, even though Gagey is All-American wrestler, I think you have to go Khabib. Um, but if I had to choose, I'd probably go with Khabib just because, you know, he's undefeated and it's hard to go against It's hard to go against him until someone proves me wrong. So I have to go Khabib. Um, I definitely – We'll be rooting for Gaethje. I can't stand Khabib. Um, I respect him because he's an absolute monster. Um, I don't. I don't put him in the same boat as like a Usman, where I'm bored watching him. He's just a technician on the ground and literally just 
kicks ass and just mauls you to death. Um, whereas Usman lays on top of you and pretends he does stuff. So I do give Khabib credit. Um, I'll be rooting for Gaethje. Um, I remember the first fight me and Will watched together with Gaethje was when he was just getting, just taking bombs left and right and couldn't even <laughs> stand and somehow knocked out the guy and almost fell down and knocked himself out at the same time. That um, Michael Johnson? Was that Mike? Was the first fight we watched together Gaethje? Was it his debut against Johnson or was it a different fight? I think it was his debut. Yeah, that was yeah, a good fight. That's a, yeah. Yeah, where he knocked him out in the second round. Yeah. Yeah, after like getting his ass yeah. beat like the whole time. Well, he was throwing punches, but just getting, just taking shots and more and more yeah. shots. And he was literally was stumbling. Was, yeah, he was out on his feet at one point. <laughs> But somehow he got yeah. the knockout, and then Dana White said he couldn't fight for like a year because he probably had brain damage. Well, this is why I never thought Gaethje would get to this yeah, point. Yeah, because he's literally no defense. <laughs> no... Yeah, well, he, he, he prides himself on it. He's like, you're going to have to put me away because I'm just going to stand in front of you and fucking break you down before you break me. <laughs> That's literally what he says. And now all of a sudden he's fighting for an undisputed title. Well, have we ever like even really had a champion like this before? I'm sure. Yeah, like Gaethje. Have we ever had a champion like this? Bobby Waller. Because I can't really think yeah, of Bobby anybody Waller. like that. Yeah. I mean, for oh. what it's worth, Anderson oh, Silva was that way. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't take. Well, punches. he didn't. Okay, he was good. He was better at not taking punches, but he would, he would talk shit, stand there, and try to fight until he broke his leg. <laughs> <laughs> until Chris Weidman got him. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Just, I mean, just so Tito cute. was that way too. Tito, Liddell. Tito and Liddell were both that way. Just stand there and punch till no one else can stand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the sports definitely oh, evolved. Yeah. I've never since I've then. never seen someone be able to take the absolute bombs he takes though, and just continue to move forward. Like, cause even like eventually, even for like Tito or Chuck, they would either get wobbled to the point where they collect themselves, and like they just get knocked out. But yeah, Gaethje, so he takes one on the chin. He's like all chicken legged, and he's still moving forward. <laughs> I'm like. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah, he enjoys it's that crit. shit. It's like the most insane thing I've ever... Like, he literally... Against Dustin Poirier and Ed, Eddie Alvarez, he was winning both fights. Maybe not against Poirier, but against Alvarez. Alvarez and, is a pussy. Yeah, but they, he's just exchanging with Alvarez while he's, like, literally knocked out on his feet. And he's just exchanging when he's already up two rounds to nothing and eventually takes a fucking knee up the middle and gets, like, lights out. <laughs> But he like he didn't have to do that. <laughs> you know, I, you know where where and when I lost respect for Eddie Alvarez, that bitch. So, fuck oh, him. Against Conor McGregor, he's, he, he's fucking talking all that shit, trying to be tough, and then he literally looks scared, like he's gonna cry on national television, or sorry, on pay per view, it's not national television. Uh no, he's a legend in this sport. I'm never gonna talk badly about him. Ah, fuck him. He can lick my butt. And what what else is he? supposed to do. Conor McGregor's a mastermind of fucking 
shit talking shit. Well, you yeah. know, maybe just maybe don't say the things you said and then pretend to be tough and then literally get hit one time and act like and literally look. The look on your face is I'm scared for my life right now. Like, I, what do you expect when you fucking fight in the UFC? No, you're telling no, me you've never got hit like that before? No, the look on his face was more like, oh shit, I didn't expect him to have that much power. He wasn't scared. I think he was more like, oh fuck. I think he was scared about how much power. Whatever. I think, anyway, you already, I already, I don't need to get on a tangent on Eddie Alvarez. <laughs> I'll just say, I'm a huge McGregor fan. You know this, Mario, but. That's how McGregor was with Khabib. And Khabib was mauling him on the ground. And he was like, That's, let's talk. Let's talk. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about Conor McGregor in the between rounds? It's just business. It's just business. <laughs> well, like, I, I love him. I can't defend he, him he there. <laughs> can't defend he him there. Caught. He was scared for his fucking life. Because Khabib, I think. Well, maybe he should have been because he was attacked after the fight. Yeah, yeah well, that's know, the yeah. thing. I think he took it way too far. I think some people really wanted him, like, if not dead, severely hurt. He was talking shit about Khabib's religion. Yeah, you can't really Khabib's do that to Muslim. people. Like, they take that they're... very seriously. Connor, yeah. Connor took that one too far. 100%. Yeah. He deserved it. Yeah, he... We all said that he was going to get his fucking... Yeah, we all said he shit about his... Khabib's dad, That was dad, Cookhead too. Connor. I like Humble Connor better. And something tells, something tells me he's on Yeah, when we saw him at the presser, he was great. Anyway, so. They're, oh, there's snow in Ireland? Huh? I said, is it snowing in Ireland? Probably. I mean, he retired, apparently, and he's... Look at his Instagram. I could kind of just tell when he's, like, serious about training and when he's partying. Conor McGregor. Wait, who? Oh yeah, yeah. He looks like he's chilling. He looks like he's having the time of his life. Yeah, he came out of retirement to fight Donald Cerrone. Dad, so what? How many kids does he have? Are you kidding me? One. I don't even know. Fake fan. No, I really didn't. His kid is dripped out, bro. I'm not really that big of a Conor McGregor. Yeah, me too. I do have to tell you, I, I do want to that, see Connor that versus, uh, versus Gaethje. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be a fun fight. I think Connor would lose. Yeah, I, I think it'd be down to if Gaethje could outlast. I think Connor, Connor would lose too. Um, like Gaethje would take a fucking beating. <laughs> and then he's a Con- technician, so. And then Connor would have to, because obviously he gasses out around the middle round two usually. So. <laughs> hey 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 hey. I mean, I think Gage, yeah, Gage, Justin Gage, Gage, he doesn't wrestle. He doesn't wrestle. You know, Connor can't wrestle. That's what's that's what's so unique about him. He's an all-American wrestler. Yeah, I'm never used. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. I, I think he, he wouldn't wouldn't do that. That Connor can't wrestle. Can't wrestle. <laughs> he, he doesn't he wrestle. Did. He says it in interviews. He's like, "I'm not here to wrestle. I'm not here to hug people. I'm here to be the most entertaining fighter." He will not go ahead, him. Isaac. Let's hear. Let's hear your excuse. There we go. I was waiting for something like. Yeah, oh. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, I said I'm just. I said I. I said I didn't hear that. There we go. I said I didn't hear that. Everybody, mark that I mean, in the recording, time and time so again. So I can go back and use it's it against him later. Time and time again. 
don't know. If Gaethje didn't use his wrestling any in any of the times that he was basically out on his feet, I don't think he ever will. Well, if Khabib takes him down, he's going to have to. Well, yeah, he's going to use – he'll use defensive wrestling. He's not going to initiate it. Yeah, I mean – Anyway, the, so when is this fight set for? What day do we know? Octo- October. No, October. It's in August. Oh, oh October. Oh. It's October fifteenth, I think. Uh, yeah, October. My I like had some technical difficulties there. <laughs> he said it's an uh, My man was in slow mo. August. <laughs> no, August, August is two fifty two. Uh, I got it. Oh, <laughs> I. Disagree. I will literally be fucking cheering and fucking rooting and praying that Stipe knocks that fat fuck piece of shit out. I fucking hate Daniel Cormier so much. I, I hate. I hate fuck Daniel Cormier. He's such a nice guy. But did you meet him? No, but you could just tell he's, he's just a, a nice guy. Family, no, man. fuck him. He's I hate a dork. He's a dork, sure, but like, I don't know what you're. Thinking. I will never like. I want to see John Jones kick his ass a third time. That's so ridiculous. Um, it has nothing to do with the John Jones shit. I either. See I jo- just fucking hate him. <laughs> What's I? I okay, I'm look. Get- how about this? I will not talk about. I will not talk about his UFC accomplishments. I will not say that he's not good at fighting. I will not say that he's one of the best heavyweights of all time. I won't say that. But what I will say is that I personally fucking hate the guy. How's that? Have you met him? No. <laughs> but every interview and everything I see on him makes me fucking cringe and want to strangle him myself, but I never could because I'd fucking die. Okay. Well, I just want to go back to Rob's comment about how it's a shit card. I don't think <laughs> so. I, I also disagree with you, Rob. I'm sorry. There's, two, I mean, two fights on that card make it great in itself. With Cheeto versus Sugar, and then um, what do you call it? Stipe Cormier three. But you're also sleeping on Dos Santos versus Rosenstruck because this is going to be a tough. Nobody wants to see Dos Dos Santos yeah. fight oh. again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was saying Dos Santos is oldest. Because <laughs> um, Rosenstruck, this is going to see if he's an actual like prospect in this division. And to see if he's going to be a threat in the future, he's the one we all want to watch. No one cares about Dos Santos, but if he can't get through Dos Santos, then he's gonna he's gonna end up doing nothing. So Rosenstruck is an exciting prospect in the heavyweight division, and if he turns out to be a bust, well, it's just going to be Francis and Ghani reigning that division forever. Eventually, when Stipe and Cormier are both gone, because this is going to be their last fights. This is Daniel Cormier's last fight. Probably Stephen's too. Yeah. Wait. Oh, well. Isn't uh, Israel? Yeah, I was gonna say one of the fighters. I have the same question. Yep. That's a great fight. Two fifty three. Damn, that's a bro. That's I love. I love the card already. Oh, so fight. Hate, I hate Israel. <laughs> Israel's Israel's fucking cold, I don't like Israel. Okay, all right, all right. You know, we're on. Before we get on more tangents, let's 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 rein it in. All right, we could talk about UFC two fifty three. All right, we talk about UFC two fifty three 
uh, when it happens later in fucking September. <laughs> and let's try to stay relatively, uh, you know, on topic-ish. Okay. We, can, we can still have tangents. It's not like, you know, a 30-minute tangent about UFC 253. This is just <laughs> candid podcasting. Oh, shut it. <laughs> um, 253 is going to be a great card. Okay. Okay. All right. I I agree, fellas. Yeah. All right. That's my um, yeah. Real quick, before we get out of here, uh, we gotta talk about the Kraken. Uh, we'll talk about Isaac's dumbass take on it, and then uh, we can just talk about what what we think is gonna happen. And I'm not talking about your take about the Mariners, Isaac. I'm talking about your take about the name. Go ahead. Oh, I think you agree with my Mariners. Fuck the Mariners. <laughs> That's not. Uh, my, my, I just said I, I I told you. Well, I don't think it's a hot take. I just I think it's very very likely that the Kraken win a cup before the Mariners. The Mariners will series. never win a World Series. Well, the other thing, yeah, that organization. The other reason terrible. I think that's like kind of not like obvious, but it's like kind of whatever, is because like in the MLB, it's usually not not saying the same team wins every year, but there are certain teams that are just never gonna be good. <laughs> kind of like the, kind of like the Lions in the NFL. Well, it doesn't and, happen I mean, overnight. The Astros were shit. Yeah, the Astros were shit for it's a really long time. It's just that you're time. shit for a really long time, and then if you don't win a World Series in your window, you're shit again for a really long time. Well, the perfect example. Yeah, the Mariners perfect window example. just passed. Tigers were pretty good for a while there. Then in about 2015, they started to hit the shit, and now they really are shit. Another one, the Orioles made the playoffs 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016. About 2017, just shit. They're fucking terrible. San Francisco Giants won three world titles. They're fucking so, terrible now. So- No, because the Cavaliers like, had, a, the had Cavaliers. to get LeBron and all of his friends to play for them. The MLBs most of the time is the only organically. Teams that, the only time that teams could consistently pay, uh, play, uh, stay good is when they just the Yankees, to be good, which is like the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers can't even do it anymore. But then there's teams, yeah, there's teams like the A's though who are consistently pretty good, but they'll have like three shit years and then they just have like the A's, the Twins. These are all teams that are like. Their window is now, but they're not good enough to win, so they're going to be shit in about five years. Yeah, but then the A's are shit for two years, and then they're good yeah, again. Yeah, they, they somehow. That's what happened. We had that. Yeah, we had that. We had that window from like twenty well, like mean, twelve to twenty fifteen when we were good, and then 2016, 2017 were shit, and then twenty eighteen. I mean, here's even another again. one. So, like the Royals, they won a World Series in twenty fifteen. They were good in twenty fourteen. They were good in twenty thirteen. They were okay in 2016. Then 2017 on, they've been shit. They just they can't they can't yeah, yeah. keep their roster and pay everybody and like be good. But we'll see. So that's a difference. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I think. I, but also with the with the NHL, what I'm interested with the Kraken is to see if they'll be able to have not the same success that the Golden Knights had. Right away, but have you know good success right away. So like the Golden Knights can I, did. Can I, I wonder if that that'll be a thing. That'd be pretty I cool to see. No, no, you're not allowed. Yeah, it, I'm just kidding. Uh, I actually want, I actually wanted to hear Will's opinion on that. Joke. Okay, really quick, I, let me ask you something real quick, just so so I can clarify. Is there a division realignment, and if so, who's moving to the Central? I don't 
know that much yet. I don't think this could be do- because then the Pacific would have nine teams. I think they're going to the true. I don't. They are. I think they are going to the Pacific. I think well, then there's the nine Pacific, teams but, in the uh, Pacific. My my bet is Arizona would move over. Then I don't fair know. enough. But let me um, let me give you my breakdown as to why the Kraken will have a better roster. However, it, they're not going to repeat what Vegas did because Ve- first off, they're in the Pacific. Sorry, just look it up. Vegas had flurry, and that was the marquee piece they got in that expansion draft. And it worked out great. But the Kraken are going to have a better overall roster because the flat cap. This pandemic benefited Seattle big because now they're going to prey on cap-strapped teams and get pretty high-end players. For example, San Jose. San Jose. I'd say more Toronto. Think about that. Well, yeah, they can't can't pay Nylander. They did already. They did pay Nylander. They can't pay anybody else. They can't pr- – aren't the Lightning pretty cap-strapped too? But, yes, the Lightning are cap-strapped. But Toronto has more, ta- uh, like, young talent. So they're not going to be able to, like, hold on to everybody. I mean, you think John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, Freddie Anderson. Uh, well, let me ask you something then real quick, Will. Were they? I don't think they would have been to hold on. They wouldn't have been able to hold on to anybody, anyways. Like yeah, know, they but, can't pay anybody else. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to get to the point where they're going to have to expose someone who's very high caliber. Yeah, like it would not. It wouldn't surprise me at all if the fuck if Seattle ends up with a bona fide couple all stars. There's no way every team's going to be able to keep everybody. And then you look at goalie situations, too, for the Kraken. I mean, there's like four or five teams in the NHL that have three goaltenders that they're not going to be able to keep all of them. Washington's in trouble with goalies. Why do you say that? Because they have two really good goalies. Yeah, but Holpe's a free agent this year. He's probably, he's probably going to walk. Ah, uh, is he? Yeah, he's going to. I mean, they signed Baxter to that huge deal. There's no way. I guess that's Especially true. I, you know what? I feel bad for the free agents that were supposed to make a freaking lot of money this offseason. Because they ain't going to make the big big money they thought they were going to make. Yeah, well, that's, I guess, the one flaw in the NHL. The is, flat cap? Is, well, it's just it's, it's just its salary cap in general and how, I mean – you have NBA players' contracts that are bigger than the entire team of an NHL salary cap, so. Like, per year? Not per year, but uh, per per year you can get about half. Altogether. Who's the highest paid so, NBA like if So, at one point, um, Russell Westbrook's contract will be worth $45 million in one year. Holy shit. Chris Paul's is worth what forty two? Right now, Chris Paul's. Chris yeah, Paul's. Uh, that is half the. I know. I know what the cap yeah. is. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but there's also less players on an NBA roster. That makes it worse. How does that make it worse? I mean, that means there's less players that are taking up more percentage of a ca- 
I, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm telling you the fact that there's more players on an NHL team, they should have more money is what I'm trying to say. More players, more oh, money. Oh, yeah. They should have more money, but that's not the reality. Bro. No, I know. That's what I said. That's the one flaw. That, that's what I'm getting at. But is there – I actually don't even know this. Is there a salary cap in the NBA? Yes, yes. there is. There's a What's hard cap. There, so there's a salary – that yeah. is weird. So there's a salary cap. There's the luxury tax. There's the hard cap, but there's no floor. What the fuck? Okay, so what's like what's the hard cap? Uh, the hard the hard cap is basically the most amount of money that you could spend. I don't know the exact number. It has to be around two hundred. I want to say twenty million. If I had to guess, I don't know. Yeah, so they so, basically. More than double the NHL salary cap. That's crazy. Yes, but they only have 12. Well, 12 that suit up each game and then 15 total roster spots. No, no, no I know. I'm just saying I didn't realize the NBA had that much bigger of a cap. Well, yeah, because like there's team, uh, there's so many teams that play that are just in the luxury tax every year. And luxury tax is basically just the owner having to pay extra to pay more players. So, like, you look at teams like the Lakers, they're going to be in the luxury tax. The Warriors are going to be in the luxury tax. The Rockets. Clippers. Clippers. Like, they're all going to be in that luxury tax, but they make so much money that it's they're kind of just like, whatever. We don't care. Yeah, when you get into trouble is when you're like the Brooklyn Nets in 2015 and you have luxury tax, but you're fucking god-awful. That's why it takes five years to rebuild in the NBA if you get to that point. So what's the Which Knicks is why the Lakers were so bad for so long. It was part of the reason. So what's the Knicks' excuse for sucking for like 15? Bad ownership. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they overpaid Carmelo Amari and Sean. Okay, Carmelo ownership. Anthony deserved every penny he got from the New York Knicks. He's the only one that made them relevant and got in the playoffs. Amari, bad yeah. contract. Fucking he was every, hurt, too. Every other, fucking, were hurt. every other fucking player on that team, bad contract. But, I mean, you had the Lakers because the new TV deals in the NBA yeah. always boost the salary cap. And now they're trying this. So the problem the NBA ran into was people leaving for big markets, a.k.a. the fucking Los Angeles. Um, not New York, but um, well, Brooklyn, like big Brooklyn, markets. Yeah. Big markets, so they've been trying to incentivize people to stay with their team to where they can make almost like ninety million dollars more if they sign the super max extension with their team, versus if they go into free agency, they cannot, they can't even get close to it. Like Damian Lillard can, I, I think the difference is like he could sign a two hundred thirty-six million dollar contract, or he could sign like a hundred and sixty. I can't. Whatever it was. was I, I don't have the exact numbers. I'm doing this off of memory. Something like that. Campbell Walker would have Yeah, and he also would not have been Hornets. in the playoffs. Then if he, uh, yeah, but he would have, yeah. that's just a point. He would have made more money. I mean, he had stayed with the Hornets yeah, Durant, instead of going to Boston. Durant. Westbrook did sign that contract and then got traded. <laughs> so he did it right. Like John Wall is making yeah. a, an Absurd amount of money for staying with the Wizards, but he's hurt. When he's not hurt, though. But anyway, this will be the episode of Tangents. Back to the (laughs) NHL and the fucking Kraken. Sorry, guys. (laughs) 
it's it's all right. It's insightful conversation. So um, I'm just thinking about the Kraken. First of all, I want to give Isaac shit. I think the name's cool. I think you're an idiot because you think the name is bad. So fuck you, Isaac. No, I think I think the name's cool. I just think it flows weird with the with the city Seattle. Like if you get like Kansas City Kraken, that sounds that? different. How does that make sense? <laughs> I feel like mean? it just flows better. Seattle's on the street. That's the point. <laughs> I know. I know. We're a landlocked country. It's a weird We're a landlocked country me. with the Kraken. <laughs> Kansas City. Crack no, I mean in. I get that Seattle's on the ocean and shit. I'm just saying I think it's just I think it just flows. I, your point like, sucks. Golden Knights doesn't. My point I, is I that think, your point I think is stupid. I never said the Golden no, Knights. Were yes, cool. you Does did. Does that flow? No, I said the logo is cool. Does the Vegas <laughs> Does Vegas Golden Knights flow? Not yeah, really. what should it be? The Seattle, Seattle Sea Monsters. That's a good one, Rob. Hey, I said the Kraken was a cool name. I just how I would think you fix it? Flows it? weird, but also it's just a new team. Okay, also look at this. It's also just a new team that has you know never been, and the name's never how been used use before. It? So, uh, what what would you name the team then mean? if it doesn't flow right? I don't know. I'm not an owner. You know I don't make those decisions. Seattle Supersonics in there. See, like that, that was, What that do you just like alliteration? All, is that your you thing? Know, you just like alliteration. Flows. The Kansas City Kraken, that's good. <laughs> but the Seattle Kraken is stupid. City Kraken. No, I just because think if you just, like alliteration, they would be it'd be just, the uh, the Vegas valedictorians. Like what? I don't understand your point. Is all I'm getting at here. I think I think it's just weird because it's a short like city name and then a short team name. What is that? What it should, is. should it be the Seattle Storm Chasers? Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I never said that. My man is in slow mo again. This is funny. It just it just to me. I'm just I'm not <laughs> used to it yet. I'm just not used to it yet. <laughs> Isaac <laughs> said slow motion again. <laughs> Uh, oh, I can think can... of like ninety other teams that yeah. sound worse than the Seattle Kraken, and I don't understand. I mean, one of them is even mine, like the Los Angeles Kings. Like, yeah, it was really basic. Like that does not sound as cool. Side note: oh, Damn, it's been an hour right. and twenty well, minutes. Let's wrap up our thoughts about the Kraken, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, I like it. I really and look at the like. I think it was really cool how Seattle did it, uh, marketed themselves on Twitter. They did a sick video. So the theme is cool. The name I like. And the colors are sick. If they, if they end up snagging yeah, the jerseys are dope. players I really like, I may have one of my favorite Western Conference teams. Um, I think the name is, is, is cool. The colors are dope. I, I like the colors a lot. And the logo is pretty sick, too. I mean, it's I know a, it's, it's an S, basic. but it like implies it's, it's a right? sea monster. And the Kraken, yeah, but like I think it's dope. Some people, I guess, don't think it's dope, but I like it. And, Go ahead, uh, Isaac. You know, I hope they're good. <laughs> I mean, I think the mascot's cool, but also this is the first time I've really, besides Vegas, I've really seen an expansion team. So where like it's a team name you've never heard of. So 
getting used to that. But I mean, I think it's a cool logo. Rock on. Cool, uh, cool Isaac's colors. new nickname is like Alliteration cool. Asshole. Apparently, that's all that matters. Um, as far as the Kraken goes, uh, I think the name is I, the name fits. Name's cool. I like the color scheme. Um, and then as far as how they're going to do, I mean, Vegas was on a miracle run. I don't think that'll ever happen again in the history of sports. Um, but the NHL is different because you get solid lines up and down your lineup. So, um, you may not have like literal stars, but you have a lot of good quality players up and down your roster. You guys got anything else? Um, I think, well, I think anything else it. on the Kraken? I think that's it on the Kraken. No, I uh, I don't. I look forward to uh, seeing how they could follow up Vegas's uh, expansion year. I it's definitely not possible to repeat. That was a once in a lifetime thing. But uh, I really I like the what the direction they're going with uh, their theme. Um, I look forward to what their team looks like this time next year. And that's, that's about Isaac. It. Anything else? Um. No, hopefully they don't take anybody too good from the Golden Knights. I don't get or it. Ryan Reeves. What's the obsession over? I get it. He's a cool guy. I don't oh. get it. He's uh, he's not a hockey player. I mean, like, yeah, he's the baddest. Yeah, but he's an enforcer, league, which is dope. Like, I just I don't get the obsession. I the, this is the only city like. I- yes, you do. No, those just Vegas. I don't even have an obsession. Whole, I just think he's like, dope. They have literally six I, to seven all stars and Olympians, and people would rather get a Ryan Reeves jersey. That's just because he's big in the, the city. The team also like, markets Ryan Reeves community. a lot. He's got his own beer company now. I mean, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, then, then there was guys like Ryan like Calabrini for the Celtics sales. who absolutely sucked, but he was a fan favorite because no, the team didn't. marketed him as the White Mamba. Yes, he did. Okay, so thank you for making Obviously, my point for me. He, he didn't have jerseys like anybody else. Like but he, anybody he did else. have people at games in his jersey. It's just crazy. That you have, probably have one of yeah, the but he was still best a fan favorite. coming defensemen in the league. You got Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone. Uh, Marcheseau, Carlson. Right. I don't want to put Marcheseau. I don't want to put Marcheseau. I'm not saying to put him in the category. category. I mean, Marcheseau is my favorite player, Reeves. but... Someone he's related to sucks. <laughs> I mean, Marjusso is my favorite player, and I am a pretty big Flurry fan. But I mean, so I just like Brian Reeves. Like like he's, he's an enforcer. He's a bad motherfucker, and his beer's oh, pretty good. Oh, weird! Fuck he's an enforcer. He's just really cool, and he's better at hockey. No. I fucking hate that guy. But I don't. But look, I don't think I, I would, fucking hated I, Ryan Reeves. I just don't think blues. I would like Ryan Reeves. If Ryan Fuck Reeves him. wasn't on the Knights, though, I don't think I'd like him. Tom Wilson's a, <laughs> a whole I knew you. I knew I could get Will with Tom Wilson. Oh, what a scum! And then the funny thing is, uh, Brad Marchand, that little fucking rat, <laughs> stole David Pasternak's phone last night and added Tom Wilson on Twitter and said, "You're the best goal scorer in the league," or whatever. And it started a beef because Tom Wilson then went. Nah, that'd be Ovechkin. And then Pasternak's easily better than Ovechkin right now as far as goal scoring goes. Eh, that's kind yeah, of Yeah, that's take, pretty actually, hot, man. But uh, it is what it is. I mean, oh, you know, Ovi can score anyway, and they sleep, so. 
I, I don't That's not go on okay. Again. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking right now, though. Like, overall, o- Obi's one of the probably the best goal scorer in history. Are you kidding me? You're gonna what, disrespect Dawson? a great one. I'm talking goal, pure goal. Yes, so am I. Wayne Gretzky is the best of all time, and we know it. But he played in a different era where goalies weren't as good. Where defense. Oh my god! Now you sound like the fucking old timers in baseball who talking about the dead. Hold on, I'm not. I'm not done. Fine. I'm not done. If you look, if you look at his numbers, majority of his points do come from apples. So, I mean, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, we'll save. We'll save that. He does. He does. He sounds like one of those. He's. He sounds like one of those no, LeBron goat schmuck. people that is I always like LeBron's better than Jordan because of the way the game has evolved since time. then and shit. But there's more aspects in fucking hockey. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm saying he's a better. I'm saying it's the same argument that you're play. using, though. <laughs> Yeah, so you're saying no. I'm talking about how you're saying the game game has changed. changed. That's the same argument people use when they say that goalies pegs. I know. I'm just saying that's what people say when they say that LeBron's better than Jordan. (laughs) I know. I'm just saying that is a common difference. That is a common argument used in the NBA. Oh, that got me so (laughs) By the way, there's an argument for LeBron being better than Jordan. There's oh my god. Okay, there is no more tangents allowed. We will pick up all of these next time. We got to get the hashtag out of here. Will, what do you have for the people? (laughs) Um, all I got. Do not attack Isaac. It's not. I'm just saying the progression of hockey throughout the years is way different than the progression. Okay, thank you for your closing argument, Isaac. And oh my god, I'm gonna kick you guys' ass when I see you. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just what saying, what do you that's have for the people, not what do you have NBA. for each other? Will try again. Let's go, let's go, Rangers. Hopefully, sports could go out, go on without a hitch, spread positivity. And I'll see you guys next week if I don't have a stroke. <laughs> Isaac, what do you have for the people? Let's go, A's. Let's go, Knights. Fuck Rob, Marlins. what do you got for the people? Hopefully, Positive sports can keep going because you know, we're chilling fun. on this side. Uh, basketball comes back tomorrow. That's my sport of the four guys. I know basketball the best, and uh, I don't know shit about hockey and baseball. So I have to catch up. That's all I got to say. All right. For me, uh, shout out Joe Kelly. You're a savage. Um, Oh, that was great. I can't believe it. Uh, hey, that's why I got the shout out, baby. Uh, I love the little crying face he gave, too. That really stuck <laughs> it to him. Um, what's really weird is that he wasn't even on the Dodgers, or wasn't, yeah, he wasn't on the Dodgers in 2017, but that's besides the point. Fucking go, you, Joe Kelly. You're my new favorite baseball player. Um, <laughs> and as a wise man once said, uh, in the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. Watch guys out. Peace.